Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse, and welcome back for another session. Um, we are we're week 12 now. It's kind of crazy. Um, and we do have a special guest with us today. Um, we're going to get to know him a little bit after, um, but we want to stick with our usual intro. So, Michael, you, we want to say hi to our listeners. Hi. Uh, my name is Michael Okazaki. I uh, grew up in Northern California, the Bay Area. Uh, San Mateo area spe- uh, specifically. I went to UCI for undergrad, which is where I met Jerome. Uh, and then I went to medical school at Western University, uh, located in Pomona. And then I'm scheduled to start a uh, residency in inbound medicine at Pomona Valley Hospital Medical Center in about a month. Awesome. Dang, dude, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to spend some time uh, chatting with you about um, just this life. Um, but as usual, we always want to start with our drink. Mike, since you're a guest, um, why don't you start us off? What are you drinking uh, with us this week? Uh, I'm drinking one of my favorites. It's Golden Road Brewery, a mango cart. It's a, oh, it's a mango yeah. wheat ale, and I think it's 4% alcohol. So, And uh, I don't know where the ABV is, or, but yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. One of our favorites. Yep, it's it's definitely a solid one. Um, yeah, we we love Mango Cart um, and all of its variations. Um, yeah, um, Jerome, what, what are you drinking this week? I'm drinking uh, something from Weldworks Brewing Company. It's the Puesta del Sol Vienna style lager. Mm. Um, it's five point four ABV, and it's pretty much basically like a red ale kind of. Um, definitely uh very european uh, tasting like i've been to a one of those like beer houses in germany where they have like glasses the side of your head oh yeah and uh, a lot of che- like pork knuckles and sausages and this beer reminds me a lot of the one i had there so mm. definitely really tasty um dark but not too like heavy which um, I'm definitely enjoying. What about nice, you, Jesse? Um, as I mentioned, wait, did I mention it last time? I don't remember. Anyways, okay. um, if, if this is the first time I'm mentioning it, I am trying to um, uh, stray away from beer a little bit. I'm mostly right. because of like health. Um, uh, beer is just very punishing uh, because it's just carbs in liquid form. <laughs> So in an effort to try and uh, limit that, I'm actually trying to drink some wine, which is a little less punishing on the body. Um, So I am busting out another bottle um, that I just opened right before we started recording. It's a Petite Syrah um, by Four Wind Cellar, which is located in um, Napa, and it's uh, from 2015. It's a 15.5% ABV, so it's pretty hefty, Um, and as a Syrah, it has a little bit of a bite, Um, but uh, this is one of the two um, wineries that I have memberships to, and um, I, I didn't like settle on a membership for without good reason you know they they have good stuff and um you know their general selection is good enough that i'm like okay if they send me wine i'll drink it you know um whereas other places like they have some good wines but some eh so this is one of the two um, wineries that i do enjoy um and i think i'll feature the other one another time but yeah uh petite syrah right. nice get in on the wine game Very mm-hmm. good. gotta gotta diversify you know like yeah Absolutely. 
I'm just going to start drinking straight vodka next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, man. guys. Welcome to Just <laughs> Welcome to yeah. Just Drive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, like Jesse said, we're having a uh, really awesome guest today, Michael. Um, as Michael shared, uh, I- I've known Michael for quite a few years now, standing from college, probably like eight, eight or so years. years. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, so, like you mentioned, you're uh, you had just uh, went to uh, finished up medical school, um, and that's kind of the reason why we actually wanted to get you on um, to really just talk about this situation of graduating while going through this crazy quarantine pandemic situation um, and all mm-hmm. the changes that um, has really just affected all collegians and all all, everybody in the world really right yeah um but i guess before that um like we've been doing the past many many weeks just a quick update on how we've been during the quarantine um i guess maybe jesse how how is uh week 12 been for you maybe a quick update yeah um well we've been it's been over a week and a half since um you know, since uh, George Floyd and mm-hmm. um, the, you know, ensuing uh, riots and protesting and, um, and you know, call to action and all, all this uh, social justice um, stuff um, that is really kind of boiled. Um, and honestly, like, it's been, this last week was tough um, for me, mostly emotionally. Um and I realized, like, I, I soaked a lot of it in, um, just trying to, like, process through it, um, my mm-hmm. own perspective, my, my relation to, like, my coworkers, and also my relation to, like, the whole situation. Um, so it was it was a lot for me to think about. Um, felt pretty drained, honestly, at the end of the week. Um, but also at the same time, um, getting to, like, actually uh, restart date night with my girlfriend is, like, was a great way to kind of rejuvenate off of it. Um, so it, it was a balance of, like, just feeling really emotionally drained, but then kind of being, you know, enjoying the time again and enjoying a little bit of space and some sense of what we call, quote-unquote, normalcy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, um, yeah, this last week was interesting, um, for sure. Um, there were some days that we had to close clinic early, um, mm. just cause we, you know, we want to be mindful of like the curfews and like the nearby like protesting and things and also getting like, um, like various staff home at a reasonable time before, um, some of those things, uh, uh started, especially since we have staff who live all over the place, um, and in some of the hotspots as well. Um, right. but overall, like, honestly, it was like, work-wise it was fine this last week um yeah yeah it's it's interesting though um um, as i mentioned before we're we're kind of moving into or gearing up for what our our you know clinic's next phase of care is going to look like um, as far as how do we um, get ready for more patients how do we get ready for an influx of um, back to normalcy um, and how do we do it safely and stuff. So we're, right. we've been in a lot of prep talks for it. Um, but yeah, um, overall, uh, fairly, like, it, it's evened out. Um, the, the exhaustion plus the, the you know, energy um, is kind mm-hmm. of, I'm in the middle right now. Um, and I'm feeling pretty good about this week. I do have a couple days off this, coming this week, so I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about you, Jerome? 
Yeah. Um, well, that's definitely really good to hear. Um, I think it's just definitely been a roller coaster um, with the protests and just the the brutality and injustices and all that. Like, there's obviously the low and um, a lot of introspection, and as well as just in, in a sense a lot of grieving as well. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, at the same time, like I've shared um, uh, personally, um, we're getting a lot closer to uh, moving into our new place. Uh, mm-hmm. We started packing and like organizing stuff this week. And it's just a weird, uh, I think roller coaster really is the best way to put it where while there's all this going on, there's a lot of, I think joy. And, and I think a lot of it's just been like, how do we appropriately balance that just in our own headspace, you know? Um, and it's been, I think definitely one humbling um, to look at, just everything going on with a bigger and wider lens of like it's not just about us it's not just about me it's it's um the the world continues to go you know mm-hmm. and the things outside of just our house um are extremely important so for me um i think that's kind of just the definition of how i've been going some days i'm like oh man just kind of feeling it a little worse but other days it's been caught up in the other stuff too so yeah um, yeah yeah it's it's been okay work's been okay too so just uh i don't know 2020 is just the roughest year ever man (laughs) yeah and i I think something interesting is that we're teetering and you know i think maybe mike can contribute about this too but we're we're in the you know like i remember early on we were like all right it's just like almost like adrenaline like you know getting us through each week and getting us through each day and then we hit a wave of like oh man we're just like wiped and then we kind of like came out of that roller coaster and came up into like all right we're ready to tackle another like couple weeks and i feel like we're entering another phase of like ah it's actually pretty tiring so um (laughs) yeah yeah. Uh, mike like how how has quarantine been for you how has this season been for you um yeah it definitely has um, had its up and downs. I think uh, coming into it, I definitely felt really restricted and just just kind of in shock almost of just how how uh, serious COVID was because I think initially everyone thought it wasn't, or at least from the, the physicians I was talking to, they didn't think it was um, too bad in the mm-hmm. very beginning stages they compared mm-hmm. it to the flu and mm-hmm. whatnot and then as we started getting more data you know it started getting more serious and everyone mm-hmm. was all hunkered down and so um i think as i've kind of come into a more routine uh with my daily daily life uh because it is a unique time which i'll probably be uh, talking a little more I, like, i'm not working right now i'm not mm-hmm. uh going to school anymore i'm not studying i'm just kind of waiting for a residency to start Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a lot of free time. So I've been I've been spending a lot of time playing video games. Uh, <laughs> I've been I've been rereading uh, the Harry Potter series, uh, so that's been good. Nice. And, nice. Uh, I've been trying to work out and stay healthy, and and yeah, so uh, it definitely has its ups and downs. But yeah. I think um, as we kind of getting getting used to it, it's it's been getting a little better. Awesome. Yeah. Um, again, like every week, the, as the week increments continue mm-hmm. um there's more of a feeling of like when is this really gonna end when is normal gonna be normal um mm-hmm. but kind of like we shared when maybe a few weeks ago how normal as a term is probably gonna change pretty drastically for for most of us yeah 
yeah. And I mean, it, it is what it is. And we're going to figure it out together, right? Yeah. Um, and I think kind of jumping back onto our main topic of just overall with all these guests that we're hoping to get on, um, you know, COVID as from a, from a physical st- stance, and I think both of you probably can speak to that way more than I can as um, medical profession professionals, but, um, you know, it obviously is very directly affecting like the health of people, mm-hmm. but um, in a lot of indirect ways also affecting people like students, um, you know, uh, retail owners and uh, mm-hmm. restaurant owners, but um, we definitely want to listen in and just dialogue over stories where uh, COVID really has hit people in different and unique ways that mm-hmm. um, I think it's 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 just a huge historical time for a lot of people. So um, I guess, um, Michael, um, if you could just jump right into it, I guess, maybe just like a high level um you know, COVID came pretty early in the year, but also late into your uh, end stretch of med school. And I guess, can you just kind of walk us through, like, when did COVID start to impact, like, everything ending the way you wanted to? And I guess just what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. So I think before I kind of get into that, I, I should just briefly explain how how med school works and how, how mm. you become a physician in the United States. So generally people go through medical school and that takes four years. And then at the end of medical school, kind of you, you interview at multiple places to do a residency training program. So that's where you kind of quote unquote specialize. You do a residency program in telemedicine or maybe surgery. And so that's a very big process in terms of where you're going to be doing your training mm-hmm. uh, after you graduate medical school. And the residency programs can last from like, anywhere from three to eight years. Mm-hmm. And so um, the goal, like as a medical student, is, is to match. And so that, that matching process is, is how you, um, you get matched into a residency program uh, through like the, the governing board. And, and so as a medical student, you're looking forward to this day called match day in, in mm-hmm. March of your fourth year. Um, and and mm-hmm. then, so yeah, just to kind of lay that as the foundation, and so for me, I remember I was doing um, my second to last rotation in urology. And uh, I remember it, it just happened so fast. I remember I was sitting there one day and I heard, oh, LA school board is canceling. Oh, like all the, all the, all the schools rest here. Oh, like San Bernardino County is canceling the schools rest here. And then my school went ahead and canceled our match day celebration. Oh, and then man. Everyone was like super mad. Like I, I remember being, I, I was like also being super mad. I don't think I had uh, realized the kind of the magnanimity of the situation when, when they canceled it. Um, mm. And, and it, it, it was really tough because I had been looking to that day for, for four years, ever since I started medical school, right. uh, because it's a big celebration. Um, you know, this is something like I went on 20, inter- about 20 interviews or uh, 15 interviews to like at different hospitals. Some people mm-hmm. go on more and, and you have to wait three months after you submit a list of, of where you might want to match, because you don't know. Um, I could, someone can match at a hospital in California or Texas, or they could actually match into a program that maybe they weren't, like maybe they wanted to be a surgeon, but they had to apply something else for backup. And so they could not match into surgery as well. 
Mm. So it's a lot of anxiety because it's a lot of unknown in this match day. Um, but it's just very, um, like, th there's just so much emotion going into it and um, a lot of celebration, too, because people end up matching at their dream schools and dream states and whatsoever. And um, I'm just trying to explain how, how big of a deal it was and so yeah, why yeah. I felt so crushed. Um, and, and at the same time, I felt a little guilty uh, because I knew that in, in the whole big of things, like, people were going are going through a lot with COVID. Uh, people feel people are being sick. You know, they're going through the worst time of their life. And like, how could I be kind of complaining about uh, like a matchy celebration, right? So I felt a little guilty being so upset about it, but I also mm. felt really like angry that they canceled it, um, but I accepted it. And then, you know, as things got more serious uh, going through, um, uh, going down the line, I remember they canceled graduation the day before match day. And oh, that was also like, uh, I think I knew it was coming, mm. but just to read that email the night before match, I felt, I felt like, I felt pretty crushed. It, yeah. it was pretty hard to read. Um, it was something that, again, I had a lot of mixed feelings about because I knew that I think New York was going through the worst of what they were going through at that time and mm -hmm. with their COVID cases. And I knew that people were really suffering over there. And how could I be complaining about like a, you know, a graduation celebration, you know, and it's, I knew it was for the safety of everyone. And so, um, yeah. And so I think it, it's, it's definitely been a, been a blur, just as like a general overview. I think that, um, despite all the cancellations and others, the disappointments, I feel, uh, very loved, uh, by my loved ones, especially my wife. Uh, she mm -hmm. set up a great, um, match day celebration and, and graduation celebration for me. And, um, I think, Hopefully, when this is all over, we'll we can all get together with all my friends and family and 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 celebrate officially. Um, yeah, yeah. Dang. I mean, just like you know, uh, just hearing about that is is really transporting me back to March of like what that time was like for um, yeah. a lot of people. And hearing your perspective is like, oh man, like, and this is what I love about uh, just getting to hear it is like, dude as you were kind of like figuring out that journey with school and, and as you were hearing about what, you know, the impact of COVID with, you know, amongst the, your healthcare setting and also amongst like your own life, like, and then getting that journey and all the, honestly, all the disappointments that came along with like these major announcements, like it, it really did bring me back to like, oh man, March was like, March was a, a pretty big game changer, you know, as far as a lot of things, um, in life and in a lot of different sectors. Um, so dang, man, um, it sounds like you've processed through a lot, um, the last couple months. Um, and you know, like going from, going from, you know, the anger and frustration to like, you know, a state of acceptance. Like it, it sounds like you've had to process through a lot um, to get through the season. Um, what, what, what was that like um, for you? Like, especially, especially coming from healthcare and in healthcare, like education and, um, you know, being in, I'm assuming you're in a, a hospital for your, rest, for your urology rotation at the time. Um, is that right? Yeah. Um, okay. uh, well, it, it was like half hospital, half clinic. Okay. Um, and in that time, I think we still weren't getting a lot of cases. Okay. Uh, so, like, elective cases were still going on. Um, people weren't really walking around in face masks. It, it was really just, just, just the beginning, kind of, if, if you can remember back to, like, before everyone 
like we got the call to stay at home before everyone started wearing face masks even though it mm -hmm. seems so long ago it was only i think in i guess it was only in march and so yeah um what you know what really like flipped the switch for you to understand like um the, the magnitude of it and the seriousness of it i think for me it, it was really when they canceled the school districts for the rest of the year mm -hmm. um i don't know why it was that just kind of stands out in my head um because like initially my school had canceled match day before that and i kind of had just thought they were crazy like before mm -hmm. all this went down i was like just super mad i thought they were being over cautious you know based on the data or whatever and then they canceled school all the school districts and everyone was like oh we're all just gonna stay at home and i was like oh shoot this this must be a lot more serious mm. you know than, than what we actually think it is uh, because even as i was mentioning the physicians that i was working with at the time they they said oh i think it's just the flu right like we're probably all just gonna get it and we'll be fine mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i'll be sick for a month or whatever and we'll just recover and and I think we just started, you just started hearing more stories about all these people needing to be put on ventilators and then mm -hmm. just the, like the outcry for like how short of how much of a shortage we have for, for ventilators and personal protective equipment. And I think it, it just, I think that was like all within one or two weeks that like social media just started blowing up with like, oh, beware of coronavirus, beware of COVID-19. It's, it's mm -hmm. like more dangerous than you think. And, um, I remember there was a lot of backlash too. People were saying it's just the flu and, and mm -hmm. whatnot. Why do we need to mm -hmm. stay at home? And so I think it was just really like, you, you just get so much information being thrown at you from different people and, and people were scared and people were are afraid. And like for myself, I was like trying to sift through everything and like look at the data and try to figure out, okay, what's, what, what should I really listen to? You know, and mm -hmm. definitely I recommend listening to like the CDC. Right. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm and um, the WHO and their recommendations, because that's what I use. And um, yeah, and, and at that point, I just kind of realized, oh, I think, we, you know, we really need to take this seriously, put precautions in place, like, try mm -hmm. to stay at home. Like right. I told, I think I told my wife, well, you're probably gonna have to work from home pretty soon. And, and yeah, I think um, it just all happened so fast. I, I don't know. I just kind of, <laughs> yeah. as I've been reflecting yeah. about yeah. it, like, it, it just, I think all within a span of two weeks, everything was just shut down. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, I think Jesse put it so well. Like, it it really hit us out of nowhere. Um, and I think for for both of you guys, like in in the healthcare field, like, I'm sure it's even more surreal that like something related to like something as big as a pandemic halting everything. It's it's almost even more like, dang, this is why we're here in a way, you know. Um, so I guess maybe a little bit of a weighted question but like do you now that you've had some time to think about like you know going into med school the for many many years for many many med students the typical way you finish is match graduate celebrate and then you know continue on right but what significance for you personally do you think you have on like no it, it wasn't a normal way to finish med school but is yeah, like, is there any significance you feel towards having such a unique way to end um, your your med med school career? It's a good, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, I, I think in some ways, like when I look past all the, the frustration behind it and kind of the the unknown and the, and of being in a pandemic, I think 
there's definitely a level of like, this is why I went into medicine. Mm. Like, this is why I went into medicine to like help. I, I, you know, I'm trying not to say help people, but I guess like bridge that gap between the disease and unknown and, and the patient mm-hmm. and, and, and be kind of that barrier. Uh, so that when people are vulnerable and people are afraid, like the, those who are healthcare workers are there to comfort, are there to take care uh, because it, it really is like, super scary when something's happening to your own body and, and you don't know what's going on. Right. Like, um, even something as simple as like knee pain, right? And then it's like, oh, like, did I, you know, you say you took a hard tumble and you have some knee pain now. Did I fracture or something? Did I, you know, is there infected or something? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm kind of worried. And as, as a healthcare worker, you know, you can look at that and say, like, oh, like, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take care of you. And I, and I feel like by saying that, you just relieve so much stress and anxiety um, on the patient. And, um, and so it's definitely um, going back to just graduating this pandemic. I think, yeah, like despite me being upset, despite me being bitter about everything, mm-hmm. like this is definitely why I went, why I went through med school. Definitely why mm-hmm. I wanted uh, to become a doctor, and definitely it makes me more excited to start residency mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's like it, it kind of sucks because as a fourth year graduate, like I'm not really like yes, I have my degree and whatnot, but I honestly don't know like too much about COVID in terms of like taking care of real patients, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's all these comics online about like, oh, um, about first year residents and them like not being, being able to like even walk around on their own two feet. Because <laughs> 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 you like learn all this stuff in medical school, but uh-huh. it's really a lot of like, doesn't really translate well to like clinical care. Um, sure. But not saying that it's not important, but it's just, it's just kind of the running joke. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Um, and and so yeah, I'm like really excited to like get hands on and get in there and and just and just be more knowledgeable about how to manage like COVID patients, how to manage ventilators, how to manage your other illnesses in this pandemic time when you can't like uh, I don't know maybe you can't refill your you can't go on exercise as much to combat your like heart disease and diabetes or I don't know something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what. You know, if you don't mind sharing, what um, what kind of residency are you hoping to get into, or uh, did you so, get into? Yeah, so I, I matched into a family medicine residency awesome. uh, at, at Pomona Valley Hospital Medical Center. Uh, so family medicine doctors are the ones that you well, we get trained uh, to do a little bit of everything. So I'll get trained in pediatrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll get trained in OB, um, like delivering babies. Uh, I'll get trained in inpatient medicine and I'll get trained mm-hmm. in like your outpatient medicine, which is like the type of things that where you go to the doctor, like when you have a cold or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after I graduate, it's going to take about, it's going to take three years. And then after I graduate, um, I can get a job doing any one of those things, uh, depending on kind of my comfortability level and, mm-hmm. and my employer's comfortability level. And that's why I really enjoy family medicine because it's so broad. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. So, um, I kind of hope to do a mix between like inpatient in the hospital, uh, mm-hmm. adult medicine and outpatient as well. Once I graduate. Okay. For sure. For cool. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Um, you know, obviously with, with a lot of different classmates and just people around you during this whole, uh, th- especially the announcement of like match day and graduation getting canceled. Um, 
just just from your vantage point, did you what was like the response from the people around you? Um, was it as like you know you're sounding positive obviously in more retrospect, but like do you think there was a lot more um, like I'm sure there's a lot of confusion, um, a lot of just uh, a lot of different tastes of a response from everybody, but maybe just like in your from your vantage point, like, did you feel, how did you feel people were responding um, in, um, when all this kind of went down? Uh, people were mad. Mm. Uh, you know, I, again, I think we didn't, we didn't quite know as much as we did now. Uh, people were really mad when, when it got canceled. Um, there was a thread on our, on our like, like, I think class page, and it mm-hmm. kind of blew up with, what should we do? You know, like, we need to talk to our dean, we need to talk to the president, like, this can't happen. Right. Um, yeah, because again, like, I, I don't. As I was trying to explain earlier, just this, this match day is so big. You know, you, you you can, I think, if you go on YouTube and just um, look at like medical school match day, whatever school, and then you'll just see how much how much of a, like a charged atmosphere it is. You know, there are people right. crying um, just out of pure joy that they've matched into their dream residency programs. You know, and 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 um, like you're surrounded by your loved ones. Um, you know, family, kids, friends whoever supported you through this, this like eight year journey of, of undergrad and medical school and plus whatever else of graduate school you may have gone to. Uh, and so people were really upset. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we immediately started making plans to talk to our Dean and try to figure out more about the situation. Um, and then there are definitely some people with, who had the great foresight just to say, okay, well, you know, if we can't have our match date, like what's the next best alternative? Right. And so those people definitely, um, went on to plan like a great match day for, for what we had, um, you know, my match day, um, like sparing all the details. Uh, I got the information that I need to get at nine o'clock and then I mm-hmm. had a little celebration and then, um, and then it was, it was quick and easy and simple and, and yeah. So mm. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So th- was everything like, did you guys have like virtual, like, uh, did the school set up like a virtual graduation and match day, like in response to everything getting canceled? Uh, yeah. So match day was all virtual. Okay. Um, it, initially when it all came out, it was a big mess because, uh, my school wasn't going to release the information until an hour later than the huh. scheduled time. Normally hmm. what happens is that all of all the medical schools in the country get the information at the same time from like the national residency board. So hmm. it could be, nine o'clock here on the west coast but then noon on the east coast and so everyone opens up their letters at the same Mm. time now like and so we were initially a little upset because it's like why do we have to wait an hour later Mm -hmm. and then my school is saying oh because we're all working from home there could be difficulties and so again like those people with those people with like the great um like negotiation skills and and the the awesome leaders in our class like stood up first like no we really think you should we're, we're able to negotiate basically and yeah and we were able to have a virtual match day i got the information at the same time everybody else in the country nice. um yeah because uh yeah and it was good you know i, I matched up my at my number one program that's, that's awesome, where I went. Man. Oh. awesome. congratulations so thank you yeah. thank you um and so yeah and then in terms of graduation they um were figuring out what to do for the longest time you know they're asking having a stake survey is like would you go to graduation later in the year or maybe a year after, would you want to graduate with a 21, 2021 class, et cetera? And so 
eventually they mm. settled down on just a virtual graduation. Mm. Uh, they were able to read off all their names um, and uh, have a little slide with us of our picture with, with the quote of our choosing. And then, mm. um, and it was good in some ways because I was able to give that YouTube link out to like everybody I knew because it's mm. YouTube, right? You just sign on uh, versus if I yeah. had had the inpatient or not inpatient, in-person graduation, mm -hmm. uh, I only could have invited eight people. So mm -hmm. it was nice. I got to have like, you know, my, like all my, my wife and my extended family and I invited, uh, I had, I threw out the link to some friends and, um, yeah, it, it was a nice graduation. There was no technical difficulties. I think they did a really good job for, for what kind of they had to work with and the time, the time strains that they had. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you start to like finish any like actual like classwork or any like class like lectures or anything uh, the last few months? Uh, oh yeah. Um, so after my urology rotation, I was scheduled to do, I had a week break and then I had a scheduled emergency medicine rotation. Mm. And I was a little anxious about that because the emergency medicine, uh, like the emergency department, you know, I'd be working in the emergency department and yeah. that was when COVID cases were popping up. Like, Oh, yeah. we have one in Rich County. Oh, we have one in, in like yeah. Anaheim or whatever. And I was a little hesitant, um, wondering how they were going to protect med students yeah in that week break in between my em emergency medicine and my urology rotation they, they actually finally said okay we're gonna stop all rotations like, everyone's gonna finish online oh wow and, um i ended up doing some emergency medicine modules uh for my last rotation and and it was pretty good because it was a lot better than working overnight shifts and i feel like i still got a lot out of it uh mm. but it was definitely very unique like i had not thought that i was gonna finish medical school uh doing online courses and so <laughs> yeah um yeah um but it was good because i got to play i got to like i think we only had an hour or two of class time like three times a week and then the rest of the time was mine and <laughs> it, it was almost like i just finished medical school med, medical school early and so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's i mean that is an interesting experience of on its own because like right. i mean from what i understand about med, med school is that everything is done in person you know like there there are no like online components of it and i know there's there's some like mid-level like programs like for nps or things that do have online portions but from what i what i understood about med school is that you you're just in you know didactics and you um do your clinical and all that stuff has to be like done in person right yeah yeah for the most part we have a lot of all in-person scheduled activities we had uh on we had lectures um we had to attend uh the good thing about sunset was that it was like pre-recorded and so mm. you could, mm. if you like missed it for whatever reason you could just watch uh watch it uh at home uh, in the comfort of your own bed uh, but for the most part there was there, everything was just like all our none of our rotations or all of our rotations you had to go in in person you know see patients mm -hmm. suggest, uh and, and like a suggest an assessment and, and try to have a plan for them um but but yeah definitely it is it, it was definitely unique and um another aspect of the uniqueness about it is that this is uh this emergency medicine rotation happened after match day uh, mm -hmm. so that week break i found out my graduation was canceled i found the match was canceled match day was canceled celebration i found out where i was in a match and at that point i just felt like done you know it's right. almost like that time in high school where you finished your APs, right? And then oh. you did whatever. And so that's how I felt walking into my <laughs> online emergency medicine course. You know, I was just like, 
I, you know, I, I matched to a program that I wanted to go to, you know, and yeah. it, it felt nice because the, the, our professor understood that and he was just really interested in our own learning. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, hey, I understand you guys have matched, you know, some of you may never do like emergency medicine again, you know, talking to people maybe like in pediatrics where they don't really do, they aren't spending a lot of time in the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he said, just, I really just want you guys to learn. And so it, it was nice. It, it was definitely a, a big breather after, you know, so many years of tests and school and like tests and tests and tests. Yeah. 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 I mean, just even talking to a lot of my other like friends who are graduating just undergrad or also um, like grad school, this has just been the most confusing, weird time of like trying to accept how like this, it's not normal, but this is the way, only way we can go about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad to hear that. Like it did end up, you know, still being a really cool experience at the end. Um, so, I mean, kind of on that note, like, you personally going through this, um, do you have any words of encouragement for graduates who may be discouraged from just kind of getting a lot of things taken away from them that they may have been looking forward to four plus years? Um, uh yeah, any words of encouragement or advice or uh, anything at all? And I think another thing about that too is like, this is this is a very unique time for those graduates. Um, I, I think yeah. for you, like as a, as going into your residency, like you have that plan, right? Like you you have that to look forward to, where other people in different majors may not have like that same outlet, like. Some people just have to start their job hunt in this crazy season, you know, like they have to try and find work through it, you know. Um, So, yeah, I think, um, yeah, same question. What what kind of encouragements do you have for for those different people in those settings? Um, Yeah, I think I want to say that it's okay to be disappointed. Like it's Mm. it's okay Mm. to, um, to be upset about, about what's been taken away from you because it, it, it is an accomplishment um, and definitely take the time to celebrate it. Uh, whether it's something, whether you already did celebrate it when, when graduation happened or maybe has been planned when all COVID ends like, and everything kind of comes back to normal, like I think just take the time to celebrate your achievements, take the time to reflect on how far you've come and, and, and take the time to figure out like what are your next steps in life because I think Jesse made a great point I think it's been a bit easier for me because I know exactly what I'm doing I, I knew exactly where I was going ever since mm-hmm. middle of March um, but for some of those who, who haven't graduated yet um, you know I, and like even speaking to people who are in the pre-med field like it's I know it's been hard to take a lot of those like the MCAT the, the medical admissions okay. test because all mm-hmm. the testing sites are cancelled you know or maybe they're trying to get into like 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 graduate other graduate programs so they can buff their application like i think just just like take the time to figure out and and work with what you have um Mm. you know and and definitely uh you know we're all going to get through this i know everyone says they're all going to get through this but i think we really are all going to get through this yeah yeah for sure i have one last question about your experience um especially like now that you've had some time to process a lot of it um you know you're kind of gearing up towards like getting ready for residency um like how do you f- how have you found that this season has made you more resilient 
um, if at all, towards like and and prepared you for your residency? I think it's been really reinforcing that the well, two things. I think it's number one. It has, as we kind of touched on earlier, it's it's just reminded me of the reason that I went into medicine. Hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's always been about like, the patient and and their like what they're going through. You know, and it's made me definitely look forward to learning more about how to manage like these sick patients, especially those with COVID. Uh, because as I touched earlier, like again, they're just well, there's so much unknown with it, and with that unknown comes a lot of fear. And so I think it's just really reignited that drive, um, just to help others, you know, in medicine. Mm. I think the second thing is just discipline. Um, you know, I've I've had a lot of time on my hands ever since I finished, like I like finished uh, my emergency medicine course and, and graduated. Like I'm I'm free basically, twenty four seven, and I think. After about a week or so, I really said, okay, I really need to buckle down and, like, do some productive things. And so mm-hmm. in that discipline, I've been, like, trying to work out every day. I've been trying to read not only for pleasure but for books that that have helped me and, like, in my personal growth as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been trying to read a little bit about medicine just to kind of stay a little fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I think those two things um, are what come to mind. Cool. For sure. Yeah. Um, part of the reason I ask is, you know, you're, I, I was just hearing this earlier today, um, but you might be in one of the few, if not only graduating classes that has graduated through this pandemic, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. um, at least in this way, because, uh, you know, who knows what that will look like for the next graduating class of like mm-hmm. the fall or whatever, um, the winter. Um, but for sure, like you, you know, you as well as the other graduates um, across, like, the board, this is, like, you guys are, are the, have graduated in the most unique way and in the most unique time um, uh, in life right now, right? So I, I, I think it's just encouraging to know that, like, you know, you can still come out of it well and you can still come out of it strong and and, and you, you're going to have some unique, yeah, unique experiences and notches on your belt that a lot of people won't you know and um, i think that's uh that's a really cool thing yeah dude michael thanks for joining us man i think it was something i mean we've talked on the side but just kind of hearing the whole picture i was one and hearing how for you and your other classmates it's like dang it this sucks (laughs) to like kind of going into a place where it's acceptance and um Maybe even, you know, hints of gratefulness, hopefully, you know. So, um, yeah, thanks again for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, And as we always do for many, many weeks and months and uh, years now, um, we Mm want to do a wreck of the week. And one that Michael suggested was uh, actually a movie series to rewatch um, and especially during the quarantine, um, a lot more time at home. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess, Michael, do you want to kick us off uh, on what movie series you have been rewatching or you want to suggest to rewatch? Um, sure, sure. So uh, my wife and I and, and the in-laws have been rewatching all the Harry Potter movies. Mm, uh, nice. So it took us, took us some time, but we managed to make it through all, 
I guess, eight movies. But mm -hmm. it, it, it was definitely a, a joy to uh, relive that childhood experience. Uh, it really brought me back to, you know, when I remember when the movies were coming out, you know, being excited, rereading the book before it came out, and then going to the theaters and just being, being just in awe of, of, of the book coming to life on screen. So mm -hmm. Harry Potter series, for sure. Did okay. you start that after you started rereading it, or or what was that? Um, I I I started before we started rewatching the series, and, and then, then we were inspired to re reread yeah, the books. Exactly, because cool. I I had forgotten so many things. Like, um, I was almost making a joke of it. You know, like I was like, "Oh, who's Harry? Oh, who's Ron?" And then my my <laughs> in laws are big Harry Potter fans, and they just. Look <laughs> glare to me so Who's um, <laughs> so yeah i'm on book number five now and it's a fat book it's like 800 oh, pages yeah. in the font yeah. and so it might take me a while yeah, yeah i mean books well the biggest jump was three to four in in sheer quantity and size yeah and then four to yeah. five was also like i mean five I, what i remember about that transition from four to five was that four was dense in the sense that it was like a lot of content but five was dense in the sense that it's like emotionally dense, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's yes. crazy. Five is the longest book, right? I, I think so. I think, yeah. I think it is. I think it's if five because yeah, I think five is the Dude, it's so yeah. big. You can totally like knock someone out just by throwing oh, yeah. it. <laughs> it's like a yeah. brick. True. Yeah. How about you, Jesse? Oh man. Uh, movie series to rewatch. Um, I'm going to suggest The Lord of the Rings. Um, mm. That series is like actually pretty old now that I think about it. Um, when did the... I, I want to say Fellowship came out, what, before the year 2000? Is that right? Uh, I think maybe, it might have been or, after Or at least like maybe 2001 or two or something, something like, like that. that. Like early yeah. 2000s. Um, but like even just thinking back on it, I'm like, oh, wow. Actually, Lord of the Rings was a pretty good trilogy. Um you know obviously those books are also super dense and and filled with content too but the movies i i really enjoyed um and yeah i think it's uh it has some good like some good lessons in there too um mm -hmm. in, in light of today's like times too but yeah um i, I would suggest lord of the rings dang it man that's actually the one i wanted to <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry dude you gotta dude. pick another that's yeah i mean lord of the rings is pretty goaty for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but um, I actually want to recommend the Born series. Oh. Um, I think probably just the first three because I yeah. the, the other ones after <laughs> that are a little bit like, huh? I, I think you're just profiteering off of the name. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, just really great action. Um, and Matt Damon as Jason Bourne, as we all know, is just. One of the coolest like action stars, I think. So, mm. yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Bourne series. Yeah, man, that's a good one too. Good choice, that's a really good, choice. good one. Yeah, yeah. now I kind of want to watch it. I, <laughs> right? I'm like, actually, well, and I know for a while that um, Bourne was being replayed on like a lot of like TV um, yeah. channels. Like, I think FX was like replaying it for a long time. So I'm like, yeah, maybe maybe I'll rewatch the Bourne series too. Yeah. Awesome. Well, again, Michael, thanks so much for joining us. Um, it's it's really like helpful to hear your perspective, not just as a student, but in in the medical side too, um, in a different angle, and um, especially as a, yeah, especially as a grad student, just hearing your journey. And um, 
just how you're processing it, you and your classmates, and and what this season and and this pandemic has kind of how how it's impacted you.、Um, and thanks for sharing some encouragements for for not just us, but hopefully some of our listeners too, who may be in similar settings in graduating in this time, or、uh, maybe in between like jobs, or、um, yeah, I think those encouragements are super helpful. Yeah,、um, yeah, of course. Yeah, anytime. Yeah,、um, thanks so much again. And for our listeners, we hope you guys found this helpful or,、um, and are joining us through our quarantine series、um, uh, and just enjoying like the journey that we're we're on.、Um, obviously, we don't know when quarantine will end.、Uh, we don't know when the series will end because we don't know anything.、Um, but in light of that, we do hope that you guys are gonna are, are able to stay safe and healthy and and. Still finding、um, ways to encourage each other, and yeah,、um, we we hope that you guys can、um, yeah continue to join us、um, in that. Yep, listeners, thanks again for listening, and as always, we want to ask that you stay safe,、um, especially with a lot of different things going on out there right now. But、um, yeah, as always, we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.